This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Thursday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. President Joe Biden spoke for the first time today about his plans to fill a looming Supreme Court vacancy and confirmed previous statements about who he would like to nominate. Biden was joined by Justice Stephen Breyer today for an event at the White House to officially announce his resignation from the bench. The move will offer the chance for Biden to nominate a new justice for a lifetime appointment and have them confirmed so long as all 50 Senate Democrats vote in favor of the nomination. Biden says he plans to uphold a campaign commitment with who he plans to select. Our process is going to be rigorous. I will select the nominee worthy of Justice Breyer's legacy of excellence and decency. While I've been studying candidates' backgrounds and writings, I've made no decision except one. The person I will nominate will be someone with extraordinary qualifications, character, experience, and integrity. And that person will be the first black woman ever nominated to the United States Supreme Court. The nomination process is certain to take up a good deal of legislative oxygen in Washington, as well as its fair share of Senate floor time, should the pick be advanced to the floor. Biden says he plans to announce his nominee by the end of February. USDA's Risk Management Agency says it plans to extend some pandemic flexibilities for the nation's crop insurance program. Provisions that were set to expire at the end of the month will now do so at the end of June. Those flexibilities include allowing policy notifications to be handled electronically and giving producers unable to physically sign paperwork the ability to handle signatures after a given date. Producers are also facing upcoming deadlines for risk management decisions for the upcoming crop year, and a leading ag economist says input prices will have an impact on how effective crop insurance will be for producers. Gary Schnitke with the University of Illinois says a new USDA program for producers to split applied nitrogen could pencil out for many farmers. If you're concerned about not applying, being able to apply uh, nitrogen, this is a good alternative. It depends on your coverage level. It's somewhere between three and five dollars per acre, and in most cases, it will pay something like eighty to one hundred and twenty dollars per payment if you're not able to apply. That program is officially known as the Post-Application Coverage Endorsement and offers a payment for producers who typically split apply but are prevented from doing so. Schnicki says current figures show growing corn will cost about $100 per acre more this year in the state of Illinois. So even an 85% coverage level in most central Illinois situations is still not going to guarantee a profit. Finally today, new spending from the Department of Agriculture looks to invest in rural communities. AgriPulse's Hannah Pagel has more. The Department of Agriculture has announced it is investing $1 billion to rural communities across 48 states, Puerto Rico, and Guam, helping them build and improve critical community facilities. This infrastructure funding will increase access to health care, education, and public safety while supporting community development in rural areas. In a press release, USDA's Deputy Secretary Jewel Bernal said, When we invest in essential services in rural America, we build opportunity and prosperity for the people who call rural communities home. 731 projects will be funded through five different programs. These programs include 
community facilities direct loans and grants, community facilities loan guarantees, community facilities technical assistant training grants, community facilities disaster grants, and economic impact initiatives grants. About 30% of the funding announcement is going to a $309 million loan to a hospital in Alabama. Bernal was in the state Wednesday to make the announcement. Projects must be within rural areas with a population of 20,000 or less. Reporting in Washington, I'm Hannah Pegel. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. Whether it's food for your family, cotton for your shirts, or biofuel for your car, America's farmers and ranchers provide it all and more. Support them by joining your local Farm Bureau. Learn more at fb.org join. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.